0: The Your Safe Space podcast is recorded on Gadigal land. This podcast acknowledges the traditional owners and custodians of the land. Always was, always will be, Aboriginal land. Welcome back to the Your Safe Space podcast, hosted by me, Adele-Marie. Coming up on the show today, we are getting into the Christmas spirit, from how to make it as cost-effective as possible, to what to do if you're feeling lonely at this time of year. And you guys can also decide if Em and I make the naughty or nice list this year. Let's get into the show. Hello, Em. Hello, Adele. (laughs) Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. You look so cute. You look so cute. (laughs) I love them. Guys, I got Em and I matching Christmas pyjamas. And what's on them? Dash hounds. (laughs)
1: Classic Peter
0: Alexander Christmas pyjamas. Classic crazy dog lady. If there's something with a dashy on it, I must own it. It must be my wardrobe. It must be my house. It must be mine. It was
1: so funny. Adele sent me text messages at what?
0: Maybe like 8 p.m. last night or something.
1: (laughs) And it was a photo of these pajamas and a photo of like Mickey Mouse, Peter Alexander pajamas. And she's like, oh, like which ones do you like? I was like, girl, we know that we're getting the Dachshund ones.
0: Well, I just wanted to give you an option, but I was like, I was hoping that you would pick these ones because they're so cute. You guys can come and look at the social clips for the episode, but if you are not following us on TikTok or Instagram, I mean, what are you doing? Come and do that. But if you're not, they are dark blue and they've got these long haired golden dashies all over and the dashies have little reindeer horns, little red noses. Some of them have a wreath. Some of them have a Santa hat, full Christmas spirit. It's got a little red trimming. We look like business women that are yeah, the collars, yeah,
1: the collars. I never understood why pajama shirts are like collared,
0: but I actually prefer the round neck ones. But anyway, here we are. We look cute. We look cute. We're in the Christmas spirit, and I mean Christmas is coming, guys. So I thought we have to give you this episode. We love the Christmas cheer here. Do I do actually love the Christmas? Do you love Christmas?
1: I love Christmas, but I also hate that as I've gotten older it's not as fun anymore.
0: Okay, we'll get into that in a second. <laughs> What's taking up space though? That's what we need to get into.
1: Taking up space for me is honestly just a lot of general end of year reflecting.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm finding myself thinking about this year quite a lot. Like I have such a bad memory. So I'm very much just like, oh, this week has happened. But I have like stopped myself and I'm kind of like thinking, and I'm like, wow, if January me knew what was going on now, my God, like so much has changed this year. I feel like I've changed quite a lot this year. I've grown. I've had many experiences I didn't think I was going to have this year, <laughs> both positive and negative. And so it's just like a lot of that. And then I'm also like, mm, what's my like end of year wrap up Instagram post going to be? But yeah. that's not as important.
0: You're in your reflection era. Reflection. How are you feeling? Are you feeling overwhelmed by it or are you feeling...
1: Um, I'm feeling pretty good I'm yeah. very much in my take it day by day phase of life I'm Love. like there's only so much I can control there's a lot of busy things with work and stuff at the moment like just a lot of events and I think they're the ones that are like to me I'm stressing more about the logistics of the event and like how I'm gonna get ready and do this and where am I gonna park and what am I like that is what's yeah. taking up a lot of like my space for that but overall I'm actually pretty fine with it I'm just like it's moving so quickly that I don't even have the time to think about it like
0: We're in the busiest week of December, I think. December's already, like, happened. (laughs) Like, it's
1: going so quick that I'm just, like, honestly, I'm just going to rock up, be there, and leave.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're doing your best. That's all we can ask for. And I would say many listeners can probably relate to that too. It's, like, remind yourselves you're only human. There's only 24 hours in a day. Some things are not going to get done. Who gives a shit? Yeah. You just got
1: (laughs) to do what you can do, really. Exactly.
0: What's taking up space for you? Ah, dating. When is yeah. dating not
1: taking up space for I us? I know.
0: In my dating era, it's not a good thing actually. I mean, I've, I've been having fun but had a few cries this week and I'm trying – I don't want to cry. I'm not crying on air. But I realise that every time I'm like not dating and I'm minding my own business and I've got a dry phone and I'm not getting attention and I'm in my little safety bubble shell, things are fine because I'm healed to a degree and nothing can affect me. It's when I put myself in the dating pool that I can be triggered by many things.
1: I think that says a lot more than you think it says.
0: <laughs> because it's kind of like you're Am I f- allowing
1: yourself to be vulnerable and you're allowing other people to like perceive you and you're giving unintentionally other people control over your emotions.
0: Is this a therapy session? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> we could unpack this
1: one and I think we will after this episode.
0: I definitely know it's a me thing. I don't think the things that have been happening are because of other people's actions, I just think it's because of the way that I interpret it and the way I internalize things. And I think it's just a lesson for anyone who thinks like, oh, I can't go back into the dating pool because like I'm not healed. Fucking bullshit. Dating, dating and being you. in a relationship or being in a healthy relationship, being or trying to get into one can also be healing and can also teach you things about yourself. And yeah, I mean, the last week or so has just been brought a lot of shit to the surface. It's brought my shit to the surface. Mm-hmm. And um, what did I do about it? I cried. <laughs>
1: but as you should. And I think yeah. that that's an okay response because it's kind of like this is out of my control. All I can do right now is cry and regulate my own emotions. Yeah. And sort it out when you can sort it out.
0: If anything, it's probably a lesson and just a little, some shed some light on some unhealed things or some deep core beliefs that I've got about myself, which Gets exposed when I try to go in the dating pool. Anyway, that's enough about me <laughs> and enough about the therapy session. Dating is still fun. I'm still advocating for it. I'll still be going on dates.
1: Yes, you will be. I'll be forcing <laughs> you. All
0: right, let's get into the main part of the show. Christmas is honestly 15 days away, I believe. Jesus. From the time this episode comes out, what yeah. the actual, it's a little over two weeks away. And what are your plans for Christmas? Do you have any? I do yeah
1: but again with my mentality of just taking it day by day (laughs) not entirely sure what they are okay I still live with my family so I'm very much just a mum and dad are going to sort that out and I'm going to get the car and and go along we'll go along my pop has gone into like a nursing home so we're doing at a different spot so everyone can go my family are all scattered around Sydney yeah so it's all like an hour and a bit drive no matter where we go so I think we're going closer to him this year it'll be good it's just very like food oriented our Christmases which is great for me
0: yeah I love that I love the food at Christmas time
1: yeah it's so good
0: big big vibe and on the just getting in the car and going along with the family you just go along with them you don't take your own car
1: well here's the thing (laughs) this is my first Christmas being single in five years
0: oh fuck how oh fuck so you're all right I'm fine okay why did I forget that
1: The thing about my ex was he never drove, never got his license. Christmas Day was always like a lot of driving for me. I liked to spend Christmas Eve at my family's because we do like this like family friend tradition thing. And I like to spend Christmas morning at my family's. We would often then drive an hour and a half to my family's Christmas lunch and then drive an hour and a half to his family's Christmas and then often an hour to his house after. Girl, what the fuck? So I was driving hours on Christmas Day. Road trip. Not being able to drink. This man, bless his soul, nothing bad to say about my ex, let me clarify. Yeah. But he also didn't drink. So not only did he not drive, but he didn't drink. So I was like driving and not and sober. drinking. <laughs> I'm really excited for this Christmas to only have to go to one spot. Yeah. And I'm tossing up whether or not I drive or just be passenger and drink. Be a passenger and enjoy it. And get drunk with my nan and pop. That's a win.
0: Yeah. Love that for you.
1: I think that's my Christmas plans. Yeah. What are your Christmas plans. Beautiful.
0: My Christmas plans. Well, my Christmas plans. <laughs> I've got some family stuff going on at the moment. So Christmas is going to look a little bit different for me this year, which I'm fully okay with. And I actually think it's the best yeah. outcome given the circumstances. And so what I'm doing instead is having friends miss because- Love that. I personally love Christmas. Like I'm a ho for Christmas. Ho, 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 that's me. (laughs) I knew you were going to say that. I'm going to title this episode, ho, ho, ho. No, I probably won't. But (laughs) I love Christmas so much. And I was like, I'm not going to let any family- issues ruin that for me and I still want to I'm a very big advocate for like enjoying it and making it what you can and making your own tradition which we'll talk a little bit more about in a second but yeah I'm just like I'm gonna make it with my friends and still have that connection still have some kind of celebration not about gifts it's like food only I'm excited to do that because many moons ago when I lived in Sydney I actually hosted like full Christmas at my place with my ex at the time and his family, and I love hosting. I, you give big host vibes. <laughs> I think you'd Literally, love it. Literally, like, oh my god, I love the idea of friendsmas. Yeah,
1: I think that's just like so wholesome, and it's and very, very much
0: intimate. Like, I have, only, I have, a, I have a small group of close friends, and it's not going to be like twenty of us. Like, I yeah. think there's maybe four or five of us, which is like nice and intimate. And I've got some really cute things planned. I don't want to say it on air in case any of them listen, but I'm going to make it fun. Anyway, guys, Christmas is not always a really positive experience for everyone and I understand there's many struggles. I actually put up a question box on the Your Safe Space Pod Instagram. I had a little question and answer thing in the close friends channel as well. And I know it can be really hard. I know if you're feeling a little bit down in the dumbs or low or not good that's okay. It's all right to feel that way. Today, we're going to hold some space for some like big concerns that I noticed coming up. And I'm also going to give you some laughs at the end of the show because I want you guys to enjoy the light part of it too. Okay. We're going to hold space for light and dark. The first thing we're talking about though is money, money during Christmas, because this was the number one thing that came up and I'm not surprised.
1: It's such an expensive time of year. And I'm also just like so furious that capitalism wins again. Like they did this on purpose. They created this whole thing for us to spend money and we're going to do it and then we're going to have fun and we're going to wear Christmas pyjamas and we're going <laughs> to... I'm a sucker for the capitalism. And, and we're going to spend all our money. But we don't have to. And I think that it's so important to kind of be like, yes, money can... Like money this time of year is really stressful. Yeah. But you've also got to be able to like prioritise yourself.
0: And so I think this time of year or this particular Christmas is probably going to be one of the hardest for possibly many people listening, but for Australians in general, obviously inflation is the highest it's ever been. Cost of living crisis, rental Mm. crisis. Today, the RBA, I thought they were going to lift fucking interest rates. I'm like, bro, please don't raise the cash rate. Anyway, they held it today. That was their Christmas gift. That was their Christmas present for us guys for December, but times are tough. And so we're going to give you guys some of our thoughts on it and some of our top tips. Now I did some research. And these are the stats. I'm going to give them to you. Right, I want you to me. take a guess, Em. How much do you think Aussies spent on Christmas last year? See, I w- don't even know
1: where to begin with this.
0: <laughs> last year, Aussies est- were estimated to have spent $27.3 billion, With a B, not an M. Uh, billion. Like just on
1: Christmas. <laughs> just I'd, on like Christmas. It's a festive season. comprehend.
0: Well, let me clarify, okay? It was on food, alcohol, decorations, events and travel and obviously gifts. And this year, what's even crazier is they are estimating that we will spend 10% more and Aussies will spend $30 billion or have started to already spend $30 billion this Christmas period. I'm sorry. I'm not over You're 30, like my face. <laughs> You're shocked. I'm like, where is this money? It, me, my, I'm spiraling because I'm like, what does 30 billion even look like? I, <laughs> I physically can't cannot comprehend
1: it. what $30 billion looks like. And the fact that $30 billion looks like groceries and a Christmas tree is absurd to me. I know. Me.
0: It's scary. It's actually quite scary. 30
1: and then I think-
0: billion billion. I also am a single person, don't have kids. Yeah, and I'm hosting Friendsmas. Spending? I'm not spending like, Friendsmas I'm going to cook food and have food and people will probably bring food and whatnot. But I've said no presents and we're actually not doing Christmas presents in my family at all this year.
1: Yeah, my family, we don't do presents. At all? We're not a very gift family. Okay. My parents give us presents. There's usually like a budget. Like I'm pretty sure my present this year is going to be a carry-on suitcase because I'm like, I need a new one. Yeah. And I don't want to pay for it. And mum's like, cool. I've got two brothers. We don't really do gifts. We don't even discuss presents. Birthdays, we don't do presents really either. Like it's just-
0: unnecessary.
1: Yeah, we're all grown adults with our own money. And if we want things, we buy things.
0: Definitely. And I think in previous years- my family did a secret Santa, like a Kris Kringle between us, whether yeah. it was like just immediate family or like partners, like my sister's partner or my partner at the time. But yeah, we are all older. If I want something, I will go and get it. None of my cousins or grandkids, kids, like yeah. we don't even do that anymore. We never did Long that. Long gone.
1: <laughs> I have like over 25 cousins. Oh my and so like my family Christmases were always like a Kris Kringle kind of thing. And over the years, we've now developed it to, we would bring a gendered or ungendered gift and put it under the tree and we would all just grab a random present. So it wasn't even like like designed for someone. So it would be pretty basic things like movie ticket vouchers or like alcohol or towels and beach things, like random stuff. And it was just kind of like- It could be
0: a gift for anyone. I love that. But I don't even
1: think we're doing that this year. Like it's, we're really chilling back on Christmas this year.
0: But you know what? I think- Families will start to do that too, and I think it's okay. Yeah. Absolutely. And what I want to touch on is the fact that you don't have to subscribe to this financial situation around Christmas. And I know we might have some listeners with like young kids or they might be in different circumstances where they can't. But you don't need to participate in it if you don't want to.
1: Yeah. And that is so much easier said than done. I know, I know. Because I think as well, I feel like a lot of people, let's say in their like twenties, early thirties, in our situation, we could quite easily, and I'm sure a lot of people would like to not subscribe to the pressures of Christmas and spending money but it's like their parents that are like might be big on Christmas and big on you didn't get me a gift
0: almost like a gift equals love but I'm like I reject that I'm like a present but again I'm like some people's love language might be gifts so then
1: there's that as well there's so much that goes into it but I think it's just about like doing the best you can to not give in to the money pressure. And that's kind of what we're gonna go into. But I just wanna put like a blanket statement of we know this is not possible for everyone and we know that there's so much more that goes into it than just like do a secret center instead. Like yeah, it's all great in theory, but I know that there are so many like different dynamics, whether that's in friend groups or family. You're doing your best. And like props to everyone listening. Yeah. It is a tough time. <laughs> if we of can year. get through
0: December everyone just pat yourself on the back. (laughs) We're doing our best. And I want to start off by saying if you are somebody who is going to be buying presents, who is going to be hosting, who is going to be spending your cashola this Christmas, number one thing you need to do is have a budget. Have a budget so you can actually assess your income, you can assess other costs, not Christmas stuff like other general life expenses as well. So it can give you a guide and give you an estimate of what you can and can't spend, because that is the way that you keep your spending in line with your budget. And that's probably going to set you up for success longer term.
1: Yeah. And I think it's about looking at making sure you're still putting aside the money for the things that you need and the bills that you have and assessing what's left that you're actually willing and able to spend on gifts. So it's like about not necessarily what money you have to spend, but what money you want to spend.
0: Correct. And Just because you have it
1: doesn't mean that it's to go to Christmas presents Correct. and don't feel like you have to spend every cent you have on Christmas presents.
0: Yeah, for sure. And that really leads me into my next point, which is if you are buying gifts, make a list of the gifts you need to buy or make a list of the people that you need to buy for and make sure it meets your budget. Like work backwards as well. Either it's like maybe dividing the cost, the total value that you have allocated for gifts and then splitting it up that way and then actually sticking to the budget. Because that's, I feel like it's a slippery slope, right? You start your Christmas shopping, you're out, you're seeing all the gift wrappers in the middle of the shopping center. And then you're thinking, oh, this person might like that. This person might like that. I might get this. No, stick to the list. It's like grocery shopping. Everyone knows I love my fucking list. You cross it off. You don't buy anything extra. You stick to the list.
1: I'm so bad at (laughs) this because I have this thing that if I give somebody one thing, that doesn't count.
0: So Say I what? I don't know,
1: but to me I think it's more of just about like I like giving gifts in the sense of here's a box with like present, just like a bunch of little things in it. Whether that's snacks or other little knickknacks to put in gift. Oh you're like a multiple gift.
0: gifter. That's yeah like a, almost like a
1: hamper type thing.
0: Oh you're cute.
1: But that's so stupid because like I'll, <laughs> let's say the budget is like $50. I'll buy the gift for $50 and then I spend another $50 on like the a snacks. box and paper and like snacks and like a bow to go on top and all these little things and I'm like oh my god why
0: did I do that? Because you're a hamper gifter. Yeah that's but that's just why I just don't give gifts. So
1: <laughs> work with the list and just stick with the list and just Correct. one one gift is fine. If anyone is like me, one gift is fine. Keep and talking. what is
0: measured can be managed. So that's why. What does that mean? Well, <laughs> you can measure, you have a plan. Like yes. when you write out the list, write out what gifts you're getting, you can stick to it and you can manage it better. It's, I feel like the panic and the stress and the anxiety comes when you're not assessing yes. it. It's so easy to get overwhelmed. and logically. That way, if you just stick to your plan and stick to your list, stick to your budget, it can take some of that panic away. Our Absolutely. next point is to communicate
1: with the people and the family that you're giving gifts to the limits or like the boundaries, whether that's like with your friend miss. Yeah. No gifts. I,
0: the first thing I said, I sent a message and I was like, Hey guys, I'm thinking of friends mess. This is just a thought. Are you free on this date at this time? It would be lunch, food only, no presents. What's everyone's vibe. And everyone's like, yeah, sweet. Yeah.
1: And like, I've got to do that with my family, and my brothers. Cause I'm like, if they get me a gift and I don't get them one, <laughs> communicate Awkward, but it's just easy to be like hey guys are we doing gifts this year
0: and we also had the conversation within my family not to do our Chris Kringle you just have to talk about it yeah easier said than done yeah
1: there mm-hmm. are some families where there's no question about it of course you're getting gifts of course you're giving gifts like that's just an unspoken rule but maybe it's a matter of asking what the budget is additionally if you've got siblings putting in for a gift mm-hmm. I think that's something that people forget you can do quite often like yeah for example, I think my mum, she might have already bought it for herself, but like wanted a pair of shoes, which are like a couple hundred bucks, like new running shoes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Whereas I'm like, I could just get both my brothers, all three of us, put in. You buy her the shoes. We buy her the shoes. We buy her the one thing she we know that she wants. Yes. And we're not having to spend three hundred dollars each on a present.
0: I think that's even better because you just get the one gift that she actually wants and will use, instead and then of then it's candles not waste and mugs and, and like random and the, unnecessary, yeah, like filler think, gifts. That's a, a lot of that as well. That's which, a
1: big reason why I think we don't really do gifts. Yeah. And as we got older, we're like, no, what do you actually need? Or what's something you've been putting off buying? Yeah. Like my presents over the years were literally like I got CarPlay installed in my car. That was my dad's Christmas present to me. Like yeah. very <laughs> practical gifts. Yeah, I love that. Usually my Christmas presents are like new bed sheets. Like,
0: yeah, something you're going to use.
1: Something that I need and don't want to spend the money on myself.
0: I love that. And so that also leads me into the next thing, which is you don't always actually have to buy something. Yes. I'm a huge fan of handmade gifts or homemade little crafts, whether it's food, whether it is you making something, baking something, cooking something.
1: I have the best handmade gift. What is it? Technically, it still costs money. It costs $10. Okay. And I've given it to my friend for her birthday for the past three years. And it's just like a thing that I do every year now. And it is a custom mug. Cute. The mug is the most basic mug. I, you can print them at Kmart, I get it done on OfficeWorks or VistaPrint and it's about $10. And this is funny. Okay, it's all like comedy. Let me like keep that in yeah, mind.
0: Guys, and it's Emmy's the comedy queen. She's I'm the banter hilarious. queen. <laughs> but
1: it's based on whatever like is f- her personality is based around that year okay so for example this year she was really obsessed with like Ross Lynch and the Jonas Brothers so I made this like funny mug about her being obsessed with former Disney boys okay and it's just like a comic sans font funny picture of them and I I just mugs. that's the thing is it's like one of those things that you can just put up in the shelf and you might never really use it but it's also still always got a purpose
0: yeah you can never have too many mugs.
1: Yeah. And I've gotten her one every year. I've gotten my dad one. He had was obsessed with Dua Lipa and so I photoshopped a photo of him and Dua Lipa <laughs> and just wrote like, Dua Lipa is my wife.
0: Oh my God. I <laughs> love you. It's just like
1: <laughs> random rogue little things and they cost $10. And I think for my secret Santas and stuff like that, a custom mug and like, I'm really obsessed with baking cookies at the moment. But, yeah. Like,
0: you love your cookies. Every time love. you're texting me, she's baking I'm cookies, cookies. And you know what? You've never, ever given me a cookie.
1: You know what? I actually baked the rest of the dough yesterday and ate them all on the drive. Like I ate
0: them <laughs> No all. judgment. I mean, they must have been good. How Maybe, would I know? I'll make some
1: more tonight. I'll make some more tonight.
0: Okay.
1: Um, mm. and <laughs> no, you, bot- don't, you don't have to. We've yeah. got a busy week, yeah, I'm like, please. let me see if that's actually just possible. Take
0: things off your plate, all right? <laughs> but a little like
1: baked good or something in this little mug, wrap a little bow around it. That is like a cheap handmade yeah.
0: gift. Yeah. I'm a fan of food i've gifted in the past like homemade chili oil i've had Interesting. chili oil is so easy and quite cheap to make so that easy like i should make a video it's not but it looks fancy and it looks it looks expensive and it lasts and if you have people in your life that like spice beautiful that's beautiful gift deal. but i also love anything baked like i'm a sucker for a cookie or like shortbread or that's the way to my heart through my tummy So yes, you guys, you don't always have to buy something. You can make it as well. And I will also say, check out Pinterest, check out TikTok, because I have obviously been planning for this episode. And so I'm getting like crafts and arts galore at the moment. I've been seeing like homemade advent calendars and just really sweet homemade gifts. And I'm like, wow, you people are so creative. Me, I'm a little bit creative, not that creative, but maybe next year.
1: But I think the other thing to address here, and this is kind of like this time of year is so busy and sometimes we don't have the time to do those things. Correct. And so it is about acknowledging that of like, yes, this would be a great idea and this is fun and creative, but it might not be possible given the time constraint we're on. So don't beat yourself up about that either. If you can't make them like this custom advent calendar that you built with wood yourself and it's a life-size dollhouse that resembles the childhood home they grew up in. Like- (laughs) cut yourself some slack. It's okay. Honestly, buy some cookies from Coles, put it in its own little wrapper and give that to like your kid's teacher. It's okay.
0: Yeah. Love that so, so much. I also wanted to just say it's okay to skip the gifts as well if you can. I know not everyone's in that position, but if you can have the conversation, that's very much an option. Some other things, Secret Santa or Kris Kringle are another way to like reduce the number of gifts or keep gifts down. That could be a possibility in your family or in your circumstance as well. Or instead of maybe buying gifts, if you're someone who's like in a relationship and you don't know when to get your partner, or they don't, don't know what to get you. How about you just say, let's go out for a nice dinner. Yeah. Let's have a date night instead.
1: Or put it towards something that you want to do. Like I'm a big advocate for like a weekend away or something yeah. like that. So I guess like having those conversations, but something else about like the secret Santa or Kris Kringle, just because there's a budget doesn't mean you need to reach it. And okay. that's really tricky. And that's something I struggle with because even though we're doing one at work, yeah. Which is tr- a tricky situation to be put in. I'm lucky. I still like live at home. I can afford a $30 Kris Kringle. Doesn't mean everybody in the office can. And it's really awkward and hard to say no. And I don't think anyone did. And I don't know if anyone really could. But it's also like a $30 limit. That doesn't mean you need to hit it. If you are just going to do a $10 mug and baked cookies, perfectly fine.
0: Yeah. See, I think people would think you have to hit the limit. You don't have to hit the limit. Okay. The limit is
1: there as a maximum, not a minimum.
0: Yeah, fuck, that's so true. And I'm
1: the type of person who I'd spend $50 on a $30 thing because I feel like I need to...
0: Okay, no, when you have a limit, fucking stick to the limit. And that's the
1: thing is it's people like me that make it the worst for everyone. Because if someone... If the (laughs) limit's $30 and someone's giving you like some $100 like custom thing... Those are the kind of people that ruin Kris Kringle and Secret Santa for everybody else by making everybody else look shit.
0: Yeah, because you can see the difference in the $50 versus $30 or under. Yes. So the $30
1: limit or whatever the Kris Kringle limit is, is the maximum. Don't feel like you need to go above it and you are more than welcome to go below it.
0: Solid advice because I always go to the limit. Yeah.
1: And that's the thing is you try and get cl- as close as you can and then you end up and spending like 35 over, and then yeah. like 40 and then it's like, oh, I got to get a card or I got to do this and those little things add up. So it's okay to do a $20 present and then that's fine. That's yeah. it, really. Or like, you, then you end up like, oh, I've got to buy a bag and I've got to buy wrapping paper. That adds up.
0: Yeah, for sure. And then the other side of it is not just the gifts but the hosting
1: and mm. the food
0: and the alcohol and that because that adds up. That's probably more
1: expensive than a lot of gifts. I know,
0: I know, especially if you have alcohol involved or – if you are someone who wants to go all out and go like seafood galore or like really expensive food, yeah. you don't have to do that. And so my advice there is try to plan out a menu that's actually affordable that you can try and save a little bit of money on with the meals that you try to make, but also leaning on the people that you're inviting and asking them to bring a plate of something. Guys, work smarter, not harder. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's actually
1: something I can't even really comprehend because my family Christmases and all my family functions have always been a bring a plate situation that mm. I kind of forgot that other people 100% host and pay for things themselves. And I get that's so tricky because there are definitely people on the other side that are expected to fully 100% wine and dine.
0: That's crazy
1: like guests but I think kind of make it fun and be like guys I'm really excited if everybody brings a different dessert this year and we can try everyone's desserts like
0: you know what I've seen a- on TikTok yeah. where each person that comes has like a challenge they've got to bring like a platter that's like a certain theme like it might yes. be like a red theme or like a green theme or a blue theme and like they get sweet or savory and then you have to fill it with things that fit the theme or you have a competition where like you make cocktails and you kind of verse each other. So there's like a way to make it fun that takes off the pressure. And then instead of you worrying about what drinks you're making for everyone, everyone's kind of bringing a bit of alcohol and then they're making their own drinks as well. Or they're bringing a cheese board or they're bringing a fruit platter or they're bringing something else to help take the workload off you.
1: Like if you're coming from a family that expects you to 100% kind of do everything and you're like, I actually can't do that this year and I don't know how to tell them. Do it under the guise of a new tradition. Yeah. Like, guys, I've been seeing this and I'm really wanting to start this whole new tradition. I would really love if everyone bought their favourite alcohol or their favourite dessert or their favourite entree. Like Perfect. And they only need to bring a small amount because I guess if everybody's bringing something, then that's a lot of desserts. There's but if that's leftovers. one less thing for you to worry about and one less thing for you to pay for, that's still a win. And then slowly over the years, just you watch, it'll end up being everyone brings a plate. Yeah, if you are kind of have that, like, I guess, shame, which... You shouldn't have, but I understand it's family pressure I can be insane.
0: And don't be afraid to ask for help. Yeah. Like, I think that kind of leads into boundaries and saying no and that element of it as well. Because I noticed this week alone, we've got days of events, days of events back to back consecutive. And these are things that I want to say yes to. But because I've said yes to them, I've had to say no to other things as well yeah. and know my own limits. And so I think it's also about not saying yes to every Christmas party, not saying yes to every event. You can say no.
1: And not being a part of every Kris Kringle. The solution to a lot of these things is do a Secret Santa or a Kris Kringle so you don't have to buy a gift for everybody in the yeah, office, Yeah, but then what right? if
0: every element, your workplace does it, your family does it, your boyfriend's family does it, like yeah. then you've and got three Kris Kringles. Yeah, and it's kind of like
1: what, especially like if your friend group does it as well and all these things, whereas like my friend group, we don't even buy presents for each other. Yeah. So if they're like, let's do a Kris Kringle, then now I'm like, I was going to buy nobody anything and now I have to buy somebody something. Yeah. Same with the workplace. We'd, I'd probably get nobody anything if it wasn't for a Kris Kringle.
0: Yeah.
1: Family, more likely to say yes to that one out of all of the other yeah. options. But it's kind of like just because someone has asked you to be a part of this Kris Kringle doesn't mean you have to say, say yes. yes. You're allowed okay to miss either. out on things and that's okay. And it's if somebody is going to penalize you for that or treat you differently because you can't make this event or this thing worth reevaluating what your relationship with them is like you're allowed to be selfish when it comes to this season because it's so easy to burn yourself out and so easy to prioritize other people over yourself and that's just like not worth it
0: protect your peace Protect your peace the two other things i want to touch on is like taking advantage of sales and starting your shopping earlier these are really tips for next year yes because we're just off the back of like black Black Friday, friday cyber monday Sales, sales galore. If you're super organized and you've done your Christmas shopping by this point, credit to you. Big kiss on the lips
1: for you. Could not be me.
0: Exactly. Couldn't be me. But maybe if you are someone who has left it a little bit later this year, you can keep that in mind for next year. And the other really great tip that I would recommend, and I used to do this when I had an ex and I would have to buy presents for his family, but have a separate Christmas account where you put money into for gifts, for food. And like you contribute X amount per pay during the year and so come Christmas you already have that money there if you can. I also know that not everyone can do that as well but if you are prepared there is a way that you can take some of that pressure off you come this time.
1: Yeah I am the world's biggest advocate for a million bank accounts.
0: I love having it. I
1: have like at least like six or seven bank accounts just for everything over the year like it's so much easier for me to keep track of but like if you're putting twenty dollars away every week that's like a thousand dollars towards the end of the year yeah so it's kind of like yeah that might not be enough for like everything Everything. depending on I guess what you're doing but that could be plenty for like a gift for everyone in your family
0: yeah for sure that's just a nice way to lessen the load and lessen the financial burden come December or come whatever time of year all right guys I will also put some resources in the notes if you are struggling financially this Christmas but our next point is loneliness these are the two main parts of the show today because people are stressed about money they're also feeling lonely. And that is so common this time of year. So valid.
1: And I think, so real. as I mentioned at the beginning of the episode, this is my first Christmas single in, I think it's like five years, which I'm feeling very fine about. Mm -hmm. I think the biggest loss for me is like not getting expensive gifts, (laughs) but the perk is that I don't have to give expensive gifts. Yes. So you win some, you lose some. So yeah, Christmas doesn't always need to be a lonely
0: experience. But it can be. But it can be. So we're going to give you some guidance on how we will navigate it. I also just want you guys to know you're not alone because I noticed in a lot of the replies, some of you are celebrating a Christmas without a loved one, possibly this year. Some of you might have gone through a breakup. Some of you might be single. Some of you might also be in a relationship. Some of you might just have family shit going on. And I just think it's a reminder that Christmas isn't doesn't always necessarily need to fit that standard or expectation that it's perfect and everyone has to be happy. It can just be what it is it cannot be perfect it can just be messy it can just exist the way it exists and I also think loneliness is something that you can feel at any point but I think it's definitely intensified around this time yeah because you see things online you're exposed to things there's always the Christmas romance movies on well TV. I was just
1: gonna say how much I love those they are my favorite time of this too. year I was watching one with mum last night what did I you watched? watch I don't know. I, honestly, that one was quite horrible. I did oh, leave. Okay. <laughs> um, but I love them. And I think that it sets, yes, like an unrealistic expectation of like Christmas and romance and it being this very lovey time of year. And for people that are feeling like a big amount of loneliness this year, like those can be hard. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's like really hard to avoid the pressure.
0: So we've got some tips. And our first tip is to be compassionate to yourself, but have a bit of a plan. If you can go into Christmas and know your triggers and try to like troubleshoot backwards, that can set you up for a little bit more success too. But also just making sure that you're being so kind to yourself and not judging yourself because even I can like fall a little bit victim to it too where I'm like, well, I it's Christmas, like it has to be, a certain way, it has to meet my expectations, but that's not always realistic or reasonable, you know. Yeah. And just knowing that if I'm feeling a bit sad or if I'm feeling a bit lonely or I'm feeling down, I don't have to be happy just because it's fucking Christmas.
1: And to be honest, I find Christmas Day itself often quite boring. I personally have always loved the lead up to Christmas more than Christmas Day itself.
0: The anticipation. And that's why I said, like, have a plan. Like, if you know that you are going to be someone who is feeling a certain way. Is there anything you can do to alleviate that for yourself? Or is there a way that you can work backwards to self-soothe? Because everyone's going to have their own struggles when it comes to Christmas, right? And there's probably a million ways to troubleshoot that and try to make yourself feel better. You can also go back and listen to some episodes where I've spoken about like handling a bad day or if you're feeling low, there's some really great examples in those as well. Our second tip is to stay connected to people though. If you are someone who feels loneliness or your loneliness is like peaking right now, reach out to the people in your life, reach out to your friends, reach out to your family if you can, lean on them and don't be shy and don't don't feel like you can't talk to people because I think you'd find as well, people may also be feeling the same or i just happy to listen and happy to have your back as well.
1: It's really important to maintain the relationships that you can, yeah. but it also doesn't need to be like physical. I know I'm really probably not going to see many of my friends around this time of year because we're all so busy, but we're all still staying in touch. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like stay connected where you can,
0: Without the pressure because you also Without don't need pressure. to see everyone as well. Like it's all great when you bump into someone and say, oh, we should catch up, we
1: should catch up. But like we all know we're not going to and that's I okay. Know. You can I say the things to be polite and not follow through, especially this time of year because everybody is in the same boat of I really don't have a spare Friday night to give you.
0: I know. Even like this week I'm obviously in Sydney for work and I've had some of my Sydney friends reach out. But I'm like I literally – my calendar here while I'm here here oh, is. I don't I ha, all I have time to do is sleep.
1: I'm trying to plan meetings with people or like <laughs> colleagues or talent and I'm like I actually cannot offer you any time. Any
0: time right now. I know it's chaos. So, yeah, be realistic with that human connection. Our third tip,
1: practice self-care.
0: Yeah, we're big on the self-care here.
1: So, nail the basics. Carving out time for yourself is super super important. Mm-hmm. Saying no, keeping yourself as a number one priority and set those boundaries. Yeah. Honestly, I really want to encourage people to be selfish.
0: I know. We spoke about this off air. Yeah, Selfish season.
1: Selfish <laughs> season. And I think that there's a lot of expectation around Christmas and like the giving season to be selfless and like just do things for others. And don't get me wrong, I definitely think there are situations where you just have to like submit and just do what's expected of you. Yeah. Show up to family Christmas, put a smile on your face and leave and that's fine. But at the same time, it is so, so fine to be selfish and say, actually – I'm not coming to this family Christmas. I would much rather spend it with my husband's side of the family or whatever that may be. Yeah, There might be drama, but if that's going to make you feel so much safer and make you enjoy the day so much more, maybe it's worth dealing with the consequences later.
0: So be it.
1: The self-care for you is being able to like relieve pressure wherever you can.
0: Correct. We're not saying like do an eye mask or a hair mask or go get Yeah, massage it's like the stuff that you can't really see that just makes you be able to breathe easier and like sleep at night
1: (laughs) and this really comes into like a lot of self-awareness as well which listen to last week's episode if you haven't (laughs) but it's very much about like understanding what parts of the Christmas season are your stresses and what you can do to alleviate those and if it is having to be selfish and saying hey mum I'm not spending Christmas with you this year sorry so be it yes there may be consequences to that And it's up to you. You obviously know your situations much more than we ever could on this side of the microphone. (laughs) But it's about understanding what's more worth it to you. Is it worth it to just be selfless and show up to Christmas? Or are the consequences worth it for you to be able to spend Christmas how you want? Yeah. And that's different for everyone.
0: I love that. Our fourth tip is to make your own traditions. Now, we spoke about this a little bit at the start of the show. Huge advocate for this. Absolutely. You don't have to subscribe to old traditions. Sometimes old traditions need to be fucking left in the past, right? You can make your own. And one thing I need to do before Christmas is go and get Christmas pictures with my son and I, because that's our tradition. Yeah. But I also love going to see the Christmas lights. I also am going to make Friendsmas a tradition. I might be starting it this year for the first time, but I'm going to. But it's got to start somewhere. Exactly. And I also love gingerbread houses.
1: Yes. Have you seen the Kit Kat cabin? No. I don't know where you can get it, but I had a campaign come through for it and I saw a TikTok about it, but it's like a gingerbread house, but Kit Kat.
0: Okay. I need that. It's expensive
1: because it's like six blocks of Kit Kat and blah, blah, blah. But honestly, I don't like gingerbread. Sorry. I don't. I'd much rather eat a house of Kit Kat. not
0: can- cancelled because you don't. Don't cancel
1: me. I don't like gingerbread, okay? <laughs> God.
0: I can eat your gingerbread house. But yeah. yeah, there are so many little ways that you can make a new tradition. And you don't even have to really spend money, right? Because you touched on this as well. You love the Christmas movies. You could have a little Christmas night. It might be Christmas Eve. It might be the night before Christmas Eve where you just snuggle up on the couch with a loved one, put on Netflix, watch a whole heap of those cheesy Christmas movies. And that can be your Christmas tradition, like it doesn't always necessarily need to be grand and extravagant either.
1: Yeah. If you can make these traditions practical to you, yeah, even better. So I'm like, maybe the Christmas tradition is setting aside a Sunday to bake with your family or bake with your mom or bake with your daughter, whoever, you know, in your family or
0: circle circle,
1: and those things are then gifts or something like that. Like if you can start a tradition that, alleviates pressure from you somewhere else in life Oh, that's even better yeah because I kind of forgot how many gifts are really involved in Christmas like if you've got kids maybe you're giving presents to the school teachers
0: yeah it's like a trickle effect
1: it's like there's (laughs) so many things that you're like oh do I have to give a gift and where you can make those easier maybe it is just a batch of cookies for the teachers yeah and that's something you and your kids spend a day baking together that's a beautiful tradition that they're probably going to look at in years being like, that was so fun.
0: Yeah. I love doing
1: that. But really in your head, you're like, this is saving me so much money.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's like a bonding experience. Stone. And then our last tip is to actually stay off social media. And I say this because I didn't ask me anything last night on my Instagram. And the number one thing that came up was people worrying about what everyone else is doing, around Christmas and how they're single or they're feeling lonely or how they're feeling sad. And I'm just like, you know what, if that's a trigger, let's not let it trigger us. Let's remove it.
1: Yeah. Do what you can to kind of control the situation. Yeah, And I think it's very much engagement season, but at the same time, being lonely over Christmas, isn't just about relationships. Maybe it's losing a loved one, a parent, a grandparent, whatever that may be. And this time of year, there's a lot of that being shared on social media if you're not in a place to deal with that trigger and kind of address that that's fine just yeah. remove the thing causing the trigger if you can and that, if it's social media
0: i think it's just a reminder that social media is a highlight reel christmas people are generally sharing the highlights only absolutely and you, you think i'm going to like <laughs> seem a lot better than what they are and oh my god i have the perfect example so last friday i went to go see the christmas lights At Melbourne, City of Melbourne, down on the Yarra, they did this water display. They've got a little sphere there. I think they're trying to be Las Vegas with the sphere. (laughs) Anyway, I had seen these girls TikTok that had made me want to go and watch the Christmas lights, and so I went. It's like they tried their best with the budget that they had. I'll just (laughs) say that, okay. And then I was thinking to myself, how did I get hoodwinked by this TikTok because it looked so much better than what it actually was in real life, and I. Someone who should know the power of editing. Oh, yeah. I should know better. But I was like hook, line and sinker thinking I was going to have this like different experience. And if anyone's gone to see the Christmas lights down on the Yarra, you know what I'm talking about. It was an experience, but not in the way that I thought, not in the way that the video So it was quite disappointing. Yes. (laughs) And I'm sorry, City of Melbourne, you probably won't ever listen to this podcast or sponsor an episode now. But I mean... But that's the thing. I is must go like, to Paris or London to get that experience, you're, I think.
1: <laughs> you are going to see the best side of everything. And like, no one is going to be like publicizing the argument they had with their fiance right before they popped the question because they've been you begging know. them to do it for five years. Like, <laughs> you're only going to see the good things.
0: Exactly. Now, I think that's the perfect segue to leave the show on a high <laughs> note because Em's <laughs> in a cheeky mood. i in a little cheeky mood. You know, it's <laughs> Christmas, guys. Exactly. And so, do you want to know some of the most rogue? Gifts our listeners have gotten because when I tell you I was cackling when I received these, I was cackling. Obviously, it goes without saying, we are not ungrateful here on this podcast. We are very grateful humans, and all the listeners are very grateful as well. But we can have a laugh and we can appreciate a rogue gift.
1: Absolutely. And I also think that this, I don't even know what these are yet, but I think it's (laughs) a learning in. Maybe people would prefer home-baked cookies.
0: You know what? Out of all of these, I would rather home-baked cookies. Exactly. So
1: (laughs) don't stress about getting these big extravagant presents or if you're not sure what to get someone, food will do the trick. Always. If they have allergies, please check. (laughs) (laughs) Disclaimer. Don't be giving a celiac home-baked cookies, okay?
0: All right. The first one, a foot mask. What leads to that thought?
1: I really hope there was an inside joke or a conversation
0: An eye mask or a face mask?
1: It's like, what do you know about my feet that I haven't told you?
0: (laughs) One of those free city maps you get at an information centre. Kind of rate that. I'm hoping it's also an inside joke because what the
1: fuck? I think a lot of these like should surely be inside jokes or are they just really...
0: uh, Bad gifts.
1: Who is the worst person to get a bad gift from? What's the most hurtful person to get a bad gift from? I feel like your boyfriend. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Someone that knows you so well well and they still got you the shittiest gift. If my boyfriend's mom gets me a bad gift, fine. You know nothing about me.
0: Yeah. Okay. That's fine. It's the people closest to you, your best friend, your boyfriend. Yeah. Maybe a sibling.
1: If they got me like a really awful gift, I would be like, like not even, oh, I can't believe you got me that. It's, I can't believe you don't know me. Know me. me.
0: Yeah. Fuck. That's a good point. Mm. I'm
1: wondering who these are from. Yeah. Imagine if it's the boyfriend that got you the free city map (laughs) or is it like your boss?
0: Immediately dump him. Yeah. Okay. Rogue gifts our listeners have received? A garden hose.
1: I really, really, really hope they're passionate about gardening.
0: I got a fitness watch. I was overweight and fitness was not a hobby.
1: Okay. I think they were trying to tell you something and they went about it in a horrific way.
0: A mosquito slash bug zapper when I was nine years old. <laughs> what leads to this gift? Like, What's a nine-year-old doing with a bug zapper? Isn't that a hazard? Well, yeah, but I know
1: some nine-year-olds might be really, really into bugs. You know, like there's kind of, they go through phases of, I really just like insects and bugs. And maybe that was a gift. But the fact that they wrote it into this prompt makes me think they were Correct. not a bug kid. And if they were a bug kid, why would they want to be killing the bugs?
0: A steering wheel cover. didn't even fit my steering wheel modification but they tried I think they tried because if you're telling me you've got a steering wheel modification they know you like steering wheel cover seems appropriate yes but 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 maybe that's like a yucky gift I don't know
1: because that's the thing if you're like a car person and you're modifying your steering wheel you're going to be pretty particular about the stuff that you have on your car
0: but I guess if this is like who has no idea what a steering wheel modification even is
1: honestly either I'm assuming it's a custom steering wheel yeah don't know what that looks like (laughs) But maybe that's like a gift your grandma got you because she's like,
0: oh, I know you're into cars. Yeah, true. But again, if that's, so, if
1: that's your boyfriend who's also a car guy and he did this thing with you.
0: Red flag. Questionable. A stapler. <laughs> I really
1: hope that you have your own business and you are currently building out your dream office.
0: An admin girly. Admin girly. <laughs> An ugly bracelet made out of recycled glass and the money went to a goat in Africa. Um, (laughs) lots to unpack there. A goat in Africa. Wine. And I don't drink.
1: That just seems insensitive.
0: A knife sharpener from my husband.
1: See, this is the thing. (laughs) It's the husband's. I know. My dad is guilty of this. My dad got my mum a drill set for Mother's Day one year.
0: You're fucking joking An
1: electric... Drill set. Did he want
0: the drill set for himself?
1: Nope. My mum's the handy person in the house. But that is not a gift you oh. give a woman on Mother's oh Day. Oh, my God. <laughs> He's like, we needed a drill set, so I might as well give it as a gift. No, babe, you go and buy a drill That's set. not how that and works. And you put that away and you buy her something she wants. Yeah. Not something of, hey, babe, the You're front gate needs this. to be fixed. <laughs> Goodness me.
0: A peacock poster when they knew I hated them. I think that one's a joke. I think, I think the person is like you hate peacocks ha 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 but why do you hate peacocks yeah I, there's I a lot know. of
1: questions and like if it was like a genuine actual phobia of peacocks then like that's shit yeah if it's like a ha ha i hate peacocks kind of funny but also
0: why do you hate peacocks i know justice for the peacocks a discontinued glass house candle which was clearly a regift. See, I'm okay on I'm, the re-gift. I'm pro re-gift. So am I. I think that that is we how you get mention through. We did that in the savings part of the show, but re-gifting, re-gifting is acceptable. I will say though, as long as it's not opened and as long as it hasn't been used and as long as it's still in use, like it, it's not past its use by or like. Yeah,
1: re-gift with boundaries. Yeah, with context. But I think a re is
0: good. Yeah, justice for the re-gifts as well. And our last one, a breakup. Merry Christmas. <laughs> You know what? The breakup can wait until Boxing Day or the, the day after. Breakup should have happened
1: a couple weeks beforehand when we thank were talking you. about presents. Imagine, like, they're opening up their gift and they're like, This is, thank you so much, babe. This is exactly what I wanted. Anyway, I didn't get you a present and there's something I want to talk to you about.
0: Yeah, we're breaking up. Awful. Awful. Horrible. Minus 10 points for the person that broke Time up. Time to break up, guys. And you know what? You may not realize it now, but that is actually a true gift because. Mm your right person or the person you're going to end up with isn't dumping you on christmas day
1: also that is the start of so many of those christmas romance movies so maybe you're in for a treat this year
0: yeah love to hear it em we are at the end of the show our ps ps i love you P.S. what is your recommendation this is a bit rogue um but ambient lighting Okay. I've seen,
1: this has been something for years, especially on TikTok about like,
0: turn off the big light and like use lamps,
1: blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But it truly makes such a difference. Like last night I lit some candles, I turned on my fairy lights, I was playing music and then I went and had a shower. So when I came back from my shower or like freshly washed, my room was like clean with candles and lighting Uh, and music. And I was like, this is incredible. And then I got into bed and went to bed.
0: Love that. It reminds me of the ambient shower Yes, uh, because that
1: actually was going to be my recommendation as well is like I'll my room's kind of like an en suite and so I'll usually put like my speaker in the shower or in the bathroom Yeah. and kind of have my like leftover bedroom light to light up the bathroom. I like that. And it's just like so nice to just have a dark shower.
0: Yeah, I love an ambient shower. And I also just realised as you were explaining that, that is why I love the Christmas tree lights. Yes, because it's ambient That's, light. It's ambient lighting and they're fairy lights. Yeah. Oh my goodness. My mum's been putting the Christmas tree lights on at bloody 5pm. Not even <laughs> dark outside. My mum was hanging some up in
1: like my room <laughs> and like my windows. The issue is, is that they're so bright I can't sleep. Like even with my blinds closed. And she's like, so you just turn them off. And she's like, I don't remember to turn them on.
0: Yeah. So I'm like, they never just go there. on. They never go on. What is your PS? My recommendation is a show on YouTube called Updating. Now, I did send you a link in Slack a couple of weeks ago. Did you watch it?
1: No, but I've seen the cutdowns on TikTok.
0: (laughs) Okay, guys, go to Updating. I'm going to put a link in the notes and it is a dating show essentially where the host, there's two hosts, they bring a person out on stage, they're blindfolded, they answer questions, tell the audience about them and then they bring out a potential match for this person, also blindfolded, they ask each other questions And so they get to know each other and then towards the end they end up taking off their blindfolds and they can like thumbs up or thumbs down to each other with their eyes closed. And it's just like a car crash that you can't look away from. It is so unhinged. It is so rogue and I'm obsessed with it. I've Uh, watched probably – maybe like 10 episodes in the last week and I'm sad because they don't put all the shows onto their YouTube so there's because it's like a it's a in-person like events like a performance yeah. right? it's almost like
1: a stand-up comedy kind yes. of setup
0: yes and they film the show so I believe they're based out of New York I probably should have fact-checked this before I started rambling somewhere in the US but they the one I watched last night was I think they were in Colorado or something and they've got like a live crowd and it's filmed it's just it's honestly such a laugh and so if you're looking for something to watch go and check that out and that's my recommendation a little bit of a different one I love that I know all right guys I think that we can wrap the show here thank you so much for listening obviously I'm going to talk to you guys before Christmas as well but I just want to say good luck getting through December don't stress you can only do your best that's all that you can do and take that pressure off yourself and just take it day by day like Miss Emily amen baby (laughs) all right if you haven't please give us a rating on spotify or apple and please take a photo of the podcast share it to your story and then tag us and tell anyone that you love to listen to the podcast because word of mouth is the best way to help this show we love you we appreciate you oh and how dare i oh my god the spotify wrapped thank you guys for tagging the podcast and tagging me in your Spotify wrapped. I'm so sorry. I pre-record quite a few episodes in December. And so this is probably the first episode that I'm recording so close to it coming out. So thank you for listening. I know that you guys listen because I can see the downloads, but when I see, oh, I listened to 20,000 minutes, I'm like, what the fuck? (laughs) Or seeing some of you be in like the top 10% of listeners, the top 5%, the top 0.1%, like blows my mind it's insane and I love you and I'm so grateful so thank you and we will see you next time all right see you next time bye guys Bye. this podcast was recorded on Gadigal land hosted by me Adele Marie your safe space is a part of the Amplify podcast network